Nedarim Daf Tet, the last thing we were discussing was the importance of not saying Hashem's name in vain. We talked about someone who's in Harem, Shamatah, happens in a dream, all that sugya. And now we're going to go back to our original subject, which is Yadot of Nedarim, with the hands of Nedarim, where someone said something didn't finish his sentence. Do we finish it for him and count that as a Nedar or not? And we understood from the first Mishnah, the first couple Dapim, uh, that Yad Nedarim is Kindarim. And with that, we're going to start Tet Amud Aleph, first word on the page by the Mishnah, and we're going to explain more about Yadot. So the Mishnah says, nadar. If a person says, I'm vowing like the vows of Rishaim, well, you vowed, it counts. And it's good enough for Benazir, and it's good enough for Korban, and it's good enough for Bishvan. If you, did, you said the same thing with the swear, it works. Means if anyone accepted upon himself a an Izirut or uh, accepted upon himself like a Korban or he swore in any of these languages, it works. It stands. But on the other end, if he said, I vowed the way the kosher ones vow, he didn't say anything because kosher people don't, usually don't vow. If he said, I'm giving a donation like the donation of kesherim, then that actually works. And nadar, and it works. It's a neder, benazir, korban. It works by nezirut, it works by korban. But it doesn't mention anything about Shavuah because a regular normal kosher Jew doesn't swear. And therefore, Kenidvotam, which means like the donations of kosher people, does not work when it comes to Shavuah. And the Gemara starts, how could someone say Kenidreke Sherim is it's actually a real neder? Maybe this is what he's trying to say. Kenidreke Sherim Lonadana. I'm not vowing like the vows of Rashaim. I mean, he didn't say anything. So, like Mash explains, Amashmuel, no, what are we talking about? Beomer, Kenidre Rashaim, Hareni. I should be like the vows of Rashaim. Or he said the word Allah on me, or he said Vehemeno on him. And the Gemara clarifies, if he said the word Hareni, Kenidre Rashaim, Hareni, then that's the, the vow of Nebin Zirut. I make him equal to Nezirut. And if he said the word alai, that's the language of Bekorban. And if he said the word hemeno, that's the language of Bishvu'ah, of a swear. And the Gemara says, why is it hareni in Izirut? Why is it if a person says, Shaim hareni, why is that in Izirut? Dilma, hareni bitaanit kamar. Maybe he's saying hareni, I, I should be in a ta'anit. What makes you say, I should be, it's language of Izirut? So Amar Shemuel, no, what are we talking about? Shahya Nazir, over the fan of the bright is talking about where Nazir is walking by him. And he says, That means he was talking about the Nazir that was passing by him. So that he wants to be Nazir also. Okay, so the Gemara has another question. Why is it when he said, is Bishwa'a? Why is it when he said the word, it's a swear? Maybe he was saying, I'm going to eat whatever I have in front of me. A person can swear he's going to eat whatever is in front of him. So the Gemara answers, no, we're talking about a person who specified that thing I'm not going to eat. So you have a bread in front of him and he's not going to eat it. So the Gemara says, So what's the Hidush? So the Gemara explains, You would think over here that a person didn't say the word I swear 
Maybe he's not Ne'esar in, 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 in a Shavuah. Maybe there's no Isur of uh, swear. Tamash Malan Hadim. That's where our Mishnah comes and tells us, there is a language of Shavuah. Next, we learn a Mishnah, If someone said, I'm vowing like Kesherim, he didn't say anything, but if he said like their vows, then it does count. So, who's the rabbi who says there's a difference between a neder of vow and a donation? So, let's say it's a lot of Bimir, a lot of Yuda. It can't be like both of them. The Tanya, we have a Pasuk, it says, it's better, the Pasuk says, it's Pasuk in Kohel, it says, it's better that you don't vow than vowing and not paying. Now, the Pasuk before that says, Whatever you vow, whatever you you said you're going to give, you give. And then it says, better that you don't vow than vowing and not giving. So, what do we understand from here? That according to Rabbi Meir, he explains as follows. Tov Mizem, said, the better person is, doesn't vow at all, the reason is, because the second pasuk is going on the first pasuk. The first pasuk says, pay whatever you vow. The second pasuk is better if you don't vow at all, because you might vow and not pay. He explains that the psukim as follows. Just go with pshat. The best person is, meaning the first pasuk says, uh, pay your bills. The second one says, don't vow because uh, you might vow and lie. Okay, fine, but he's, he's explaining the best person is the person who vows and pays. But the bottom line, what comes out of this braita is that according to both of them, there's no difference between a neder and a dava. They, they should have the same halachot. So why are we saying that there's a difference between Neder and Nedavah and our Mishnah? So yeah, our Mishnah can't be not Rabbi Meir, not Rabbi Uda. So the Quran explains, I feel the term Rabbi Meir. You could even explain that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Meir. Because it could be, when Rabbi Meir says, you know, it's better not to vow at all, period. That's Beneder, that's vows. Making donations, maybe he didn't say such a thing. The Pazuk is only talking about vows. It didn't say anything about donations. But the Gemara asks, Our Mishnah said that if someone made a vow like the vow of Sadiqim, then it counts as a vow with the Nazir and Korban. The bottom line is, you see that when a person says Nidvotam, it does have the language of a vow. And according to Rabbi Meir, Sadiq would not vow at all. So the Gemara explains, then you have to change our Mishnah, you have to say, Nadav ben Azir ub Korban, then he donated like a Nazir or a Korban. But the Gemara now asks, my shana no der delo? Why is it really that a person should not vow Because Dilma Tebali de Tekala, because oh, he'll mess up and he won't pay his vow. Okay, beautiful. Yeah, but same idea, same thing with the donation. Maybe someone won't pay it on time or, or he won't pay it by mistake, he'll forget, whatever it is. But the same idea, so why is there a difference between Neder and Nedava? So the Gemara explains, because by Nedava you don't have to worry about problems because it's Kehilel Hazaken. They said about Hillel Azaken, nobody uh, was moil, nobody misused his Ola uh, during Hillel's lifetime. Why? Because a person would bring it Hulin to the Azra, he would not say this is Ola, he would bring it to the opening of the Azra, like, like two steps before the courtyard of the Beit HaMikdash, and right there, Umakadisha, he would be, he will do the Hikdash right there. 
then he would do the smicha, he would lean on it, he put two hands on the korban and lean on it, and then veshochta, and then he would shecht it. So everything was done right then and there, no one ever uh, did ma'ila. So therefore, if a person says, Can invat kesherim alai, when he says, I'm donating like the kosher people, could be he's doing exactly what Hilal Hazakin did, and you'll never get to a problem with an edava. So the Gemara says, fine, Hanicha nedava de korbanot. I get it, that's a nedava with korbanot. Nedava denzirut ma'ikalema. So what are you going to say when it comes to donation of nezirut? What are you going to say with there? How could you do that without getting into a problem? So the explains, like Shimon HaTzadik, because the Tanav Mishnah holds like Shimon HaTzadik. The Tanya, Amar Shimon HaTzadik, Shimon HaTzadik said, I never ate from an asham of a nazir who became tameh. When a person accepts upon himself nazirut, he's supposed to accept upon himself uh, to stay pure, meaning, let's say, not go into a cemetery, not touch a dead body. And if by mistake he does, then he has to uh, start his nazirut all over again. He has to give a korbanot. He has to bring a korban asham, and he has to bring two birds, one for hatat, one for ola. And... Shimon Tzadik never ate from an Nasham of an Azir who became Tameh because he was always worried that maybe the, there was something wrong with his Nezirut and maybe he never really meant it and maybe it's really Hulin and Azara, so he always stayed away from it. Except one time. One time a person came, he was a Nazir from the south, so he was a very good looking person. He looks good. And his hair was very nice, it was coming down in curls. So I told him, my, my son, why do you want to cut your beautiful hair? So Amar Li, so he said to the rabbi, I was a shepherd for my father in my city. I went to go fill up water from the stream. And I looked at my image in the in the water. I saw my reflection in the water. And my Yetzirah was getting very strong. And he wanted to, to, to move me away from this world. He wanted me to do Avirot. I to my Yetzirah, Rasha, I told my Yitzhak, you're a wicked person. Why are you being haughty in a world that's not yours? And why are you being haughty in someone who's going to end up being just dirt and, and worms? I swear, when he says Avodah, I swear by Avodah, that I'm going to shave you, meaning I'm going to accept myself in his hirut and then shave you for Hashem. So Shimon at Sadiq said, Miyad right away, Amati Unchaktiv Al Rosho. I kissed him on his head, Vamati Lon, I told him, Beni, my son, Kamocha Yerbu, Nozreni Zirut Be Israel. Like you, there should be a lot of Nizirim in Israel. Alecha, Katuv Omer, on you, the Pasuk says, Ish Kiaflin, Lindor, Neder, Nazir, Hazir, Hashem. The Pasuk says about you, when a person makes a wonder and he vows to be a Nazir for Hashem. This is exactly for Hashem. So bottom line is from this story, you see that there are tzaddikim out there, there are kesherim who vowed to become a nezirut. And a nezirut like this, you're not worried that something wrong might happen because this guy's a tzaddik and he wants to be better. On the other hand, Rashaim, when they accept a nezirut, they're not exactly 100% in it. 
So now, Mat Kifla, Rabbi Mani has a problem with the Baita. My Shana Asham Nazir Tamed Elohah. Why is it that Asham Nazir, Nazir who became Tamed, that he didn't accept upon himself? Because De'ate al Het. Because it comes on a uh, head that he did, he became Tameh when he was not supposed to become Tameh. Well, then call Ashamot Nami Lolechul Da'al Hetatu. Then every other Asham also, this Shimon Tzaddik should not eat because they all come on Averot. So Amale Rbiona, Rbiona explained to Rbiwani the reason that Shimon Tzaddik didn't want to eat from an Asham Nazir who became Tameh is Hainutama. Keshehen Tohin Nozrin. When an Asha looks himself in the mirror, he feels bad, he reads the Vidui on Yom Kippur, he gets all nervous and sad, and he says, okay, I'm going to become a Nazir. But what happens? The guy becomes Tamein. What happens? There's so many days of Nazirut, and he can't handle this anymore. Then then he feels bad on the Nazirut that he accepted upon himself. And So at that midway point, when he brings the Asham, he he feels bad about the entire Nezirut. And that could be strong enough uh, to say that the Nezirut never happened. And therefore, Shimon Sadiq wanted to be Mahamir and said, I'm not eating from this Korban because it could be it's Hulin in the Azara. The Gemara says, Ihachi, if that's the case, then I feel Nazir Tahor Nami, then maybe you have to worry about the same thing with the Nazir Tahor. When Nazir finished his days, now brings a Korban, maybe you have to worry also. The Gemara says, no, Nazir Tahor, lo, no, you don't have to worry about that with the Nazir Tahor. Because a person made a good decision. He said, listen, I can handle 30 days as a Nazir. And he did his 30 days and brings his Korban. Okay, that he could handle. But when he became Tameh, now that 30 days become 60 days, 90 days, who knows how long. At that point, could be he felt bad. So when it's a regular case, then it's okay. Now, all this we started because we want to explain that our Mishnah is like Rabbi Meir. And our Mishnah was only talking about vows. It wasn't talking about donations. Here, the Gemara is now going to explain a different answer. Or you could say, You could even say, Our Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda. Who explained the best person is the person who vows and pays his bills. You could even say, Our Mishnah is like him. And Kikamar Bihuda, when Bihuda says it's good to vow and pay your bills, that's bin dava. That's only when it comes to a donation. But when it comes to actual vows, he never said such a thing. And the Ran explains that you have to explain that Bihuda and Rabbi Meir are Doresh, the Pasuk, the same way, that the best person is a person who doesn't vow at all, except that according to Rabbi Meir, the Pasuk is only talking about vows. And that's the same. And the same idea would be for uh, donations. But according to Rabbi Huda, the pasuk is talking about only vows, and he never said anything about donations. That's the first pasuk, and then the second pasuk is coming to explain that when it's good to pay, when it's good to vow and pay, that's only when it comes to do- donations. But when it comes to vows, kesherim do not vow. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.